You're listening to the Empowering Process Podcast with your host, Gail Kraft. Listen as she holds frank discussions around how your purpose, being present, and trusting your power impacts your life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, leader, or developing your vision, you'll find wisdom and insights you can utilize right now. Welcome your host, Gail Kraft. Hey everybody, Gail Craft here from the Empowering Process Podcast. And with me today is this amazing woman, Sarah Clark Williams. Sarah is the founder and CEO of this organization called Fem Entrepreneurs or Fempreneurs. I can never say that right. You will fix it for me. <laughs> she specializes in leading smart, passionate female entrepreneurs from overwhelm and frustration to making more money, making a bigger and more meaningful impact and having more fun. That place she calls your sweet spot. And Sarah, I remember when you were first starting this, when you, you know, your first event and how, oh my God, how exciting that was. You've come a long way, baby. Yes. Hey, Gail. I'm so glad to be talking with you on your show. And um, it's good. It's good to be here. And yes, um, come a long way, baby. And I'll, I'll support you with um, repeating the name of my business, which is Fab Fempreneurs. Fempreneurs. <laughs> it's, it's a little tongue twisty for some people. Fab Fempreneurs. Yes. Thank you. And then, um, yeah. And then we'll, we'll get to get to more, but um, yeah, I'm excited about our conversation. Oh, it's going to be very interesting. So today, um, Sarah and I, you know, we've had a couple of conversations and we thought we would talk about, I guess it's sisterhood. Um, the first or the major sisterhood wound. It's where uh, you have this relationship, this trust, this belief, um, you know, you think you have each other's back and then something happens. And then what does that do for you? You call that time in your life, the perfect storm, right? So mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit, if you don't mind sharing what that perfect storm was all about and where that sent you. Yeah, so um, this is this is back in 2016. I had uh, let me roll back a t uh, just a touch. Uh, uh, so my background is in organizational development and uh, industrial organizational psychology. So that's been my career in the past: management, coaching, um, training, and development, things like that, and process and systems. So. So I launched into my career in initially nonprofit social services, then went to um, organizational development, you know, consulting with organizations. I had a um, high-tech corporate job. So I was at a high-tech corporate job that really highlighted for me that that was not the environment that I thrived in. And I learned a lot. And fast forward uh, to 2008, I launched my first business, which was personal coaching, Launch Your Life. And then after a few years, really looked around and saw the need of so many other women entrepreneurs that, that I knew I could solve, that I could address. Um, there was so much like confusion and overwhelm with how do I get momentum going? How do I continue building on that? And focus and, you know, direction, clarity of direction. And one of my sweet spots is with 
really getting clarity on your vision and breaking that down into tangible goals and then mapping that out and tracking that. So I launched FabFempreneurs in November of 2012 and that, and then just, it took off and continued to build. And so fast forward to 2016, kind of connecting back in with the sisterhood wound story. I had been really working to build my business and scale it and create scalability. In other words, not having to constantly be thinking about where's my next client, but had this steady flow of referrals, working with groups of people, not just one-on-one. And so I had really built this steady cash flow that gave me this sense of accomplishment. And I was really proud and it felt really good to be in that place. So that was at the beginning of 2016. And so I wanted to invest some time into building my business and getting that passive revenue. You know, everybody was talking about passive revenue. Oh, definitely. Passive income was the thing at that time. And I'm like, okay, well, what's mine going to be? And so I started thinking about launching an online membership and that ended up, I ended up putting, taking a lot of energy and attention away from the things that helped me and my business get to the point it was. And I shifted it to that sort of project. And that would have been okay for a little while, but I continued to do that over the course of a few months. And I, so I stopped having sales conversations and, you know, with potential clients, I kind of dialed back the marketing quite a bit. And I also kind of disconnected from my vision and for my business. And fast forward to summer, I all of a sudden was feeling this shift before anything happened. I started feeling this rumbling. I started feeling this, woo, woo, woo. Like it's hard to explain in words, but knowing something's coming and I didn't know what it was. It felt scary and it felt exciting and like a, like a big opportunity. And so I, I was like, okay, God, like I have to trust this. I have to trust this process. There's a reason why I'm feeling this way. I just need to stay in tune and, and, you know, take one step at a time, keep my eyes open. And then within about a month, I found out from my friend at the time, a close friend, we called each other best friends for 14 years that she no longer, she essentially expressed to me, she didn't really want to be friends anymore. And that came out of me observing that she was avoiding getting together and responding or wanting to talk on the phone. I didn't know why. So I knew something was up. So I invited her to coffee and we had a three hour conversation and I won't get into too many details on that, but she broke up with you. She uh, basically shared some difficult feelings that she's had about me and shared that she had felt that way for about five years and yet never brought it up to discuss with me until I said, Hey, what's up? Are we okay? After, you know, that, at that coffee date. And what probably hurt the worst was her sharing that she considered just letting the relationship go and not telling me and just moving forward and moving on. And that hurt the worst because I think, you know, for me, I don't call just anybody best friend that carries a lot of meaning for me. 
And so we had a very thorough conversation and I, we left there feeling like we were going to work on the friendship. You thought that was, yes. So that was the agreement. That was what we discussed. That was actually agreed to that. Hey, let's, you know, let me know if, you know, that starts happening and you feel that way, please come to me. We can talk about it. I'm, I'm okay. I want you to tell me if you're bothered by something I'm doing. <laughs> and, um, you can't fix so, it if you don't know. <laughs> what's that? You can't fix it if you don't know. Exactly. So, so over the course of the summer, there were a few things that indicated that, that made me think that there isn't, is, it's not a two-sided goal. It's, it was me felt like, you know, wanting or trying to force this friendship to continue and behavior indicating that she didn't. So it came to a a point, sort of this, um, a couple months later where we both made the decision to move forward without each other. And that was really, really painful. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I, I wrote this pretty lengthy letter you know, snail mail instead of an email because I felt our relationship warranted it, what we had been through. So much life experience, you know, mm-hmm. over those 14 years. So, and I want to give you an opportunity if you have anything that you want to say. I'll punch right in, don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. So that all, you know, going through that experience during the summer of 2016, where within a five week period, I find that my best friend wants to dissolve the relationship unexpectedly to me. At that same time, during that five week period, my monthly revenue dropped by 75% in my business. 75%. Yes. Holy moly. And yeah, there was a few things that were outside of my control that were circumstances in my clients' lives that were reasons for that happening, as well as part of part of how devastating that was, was due to the fact that I did not keep my marketing and sales up, right? So I had gotten too comfortable. So that was why I was calling it, you know, the perfect storm, because I, I was in this place, I got really comfortable, I was feeling good. And then these two things happened. And then I was scrambling to like fix it. I was scrambling to fix my business gap and like, oh, who do I call? Who, who can refer me somebody? Because the reality was I had to pay my bills, right? right? So I, I do what I do and Fab entrepreneurs, yes, because I love it and it's connected to my life purpose. And at the same time, it's how I make my living, right? <laughs> so, so it was extremely, um, it was a lot, it was a lot. And I got through it and it took, having that moment in August of that summer, getting alone in my home office where I feel really creative and re-evaluating where I was and really asking powerful questions like, mm-hmm. what, what, do, what is the opportunity here? What, is, what do I need to see? What are the lessons from this? Right. And not why God, ah, 
crap. You know, I mean, you, there's that scary moment, but then, you know, you move past them and you're like, okay, what, what do I need? What's, what is this presenting to me? What is this set of undeniable circumstances that's like so intense and difficult? What is it leading me to? So that, that day I asked myself those questions and I took, I took a step back and and reevaluated my vision for my business, my goals, what I wanted to give myself permission to do and not do in my business, who I wanted to surround myself with, not just in my business, but personally, what were non-negotiables, what were my values and relationships, who I wanted to allow into my inner circle going forward. Right. And truly in that moment is when I gave myself permission to do that hundred percent and not do it unapologetically. Right. So to do it unapologetically, this is me. This is how I roll. This is who I want to vibe with. This is who I want to support. This is who I want around me. And if, if you dig that, then let's hang out, whether it's, you know, personal or professional and going all in with serving the women entrepreneurs in my community and wanting to attract those awesome growth minded, genuine, passionate women. Right now. I think I was, I don't know. You and I haven't seen each other. I think probably since 2016, and I popped into San Diego, I moved out to New Hampshire and I popped back to San Diego in 2019, mm. just before COVID. And you and I got together and um, it was like, oh my God, what are you doing? I'm doing that too. Oh my God, what are you doing? I'm doing that too. It was amazing how in sync we were mm. with um, personal development perspective, yeah. right? Um, where it is, so what it is we want out of life, what boundaries are all about. It's, it's just fantastic. So, um, so talk a little bit about, um, obviously this didn't happen overnight. You went, went through some soul searching in order to get there. That's what you were talking about. Um, and you know, soul searching is the hardest thing to do. You did it alone. I highly recommend people don't do that alone. Um, (laughs) right. I, I do have to, I, I will give, give credit to the people in my life who I did reach out to, who definitely supported me and, and held space for me, probably more conversations than they really wanted to. <laughs> no, that's, that's what you need to do. You need to, to yeah. bounce. You don't want, don't fix it. Just let me, you know, bounce this off of you and let you know, just vent it and get it out. Right. Um, it bear witness, bear witness to my pain so that it can. Amen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's huge. Yep. And and it is huge and it is healing. And it, and you know, when you have resources in your life that hold space, and that means not judging you and don't try to solve it for you, um, just hope for the best for you, then you're Mm -hmm. able to find the solutions that work for you. And so what are some of the things that came out of that for you? that came out of what specifically? Um, so you changed, you looked at your business, you looked at your, your goals, you looked at your purpose. What oh, right. Changed, yes. Right. Yeah. So over the course of that next year and a half to two years, based on the new expanded, this bigger vision that came out of that literally broke open my ability to my desires for impact, what I could see as possible, just 
broke wide open. And that led to creating an online membership community and launching it. It led to connecting with higher level clients. It led to um, it led to launching Fab Fempreneur Fest, which that actually was something that was born out of that day in August of 2016 was all of a sudden, Fab, you're doing Fab Fempreneur Fest. That's what you're doing. Like it was a total download and Fest for sure, you know, we call it Fest for short. It's, you know, it's a two day intensive workshop retreat, networking connection time for existing women entrepreneurs to get that time and space, right? To do what I did in 2016. Right, right. <laughs> to, to re right? To, yes. to relook. It's always, I mean, I relook at my business plan, my purpose, my scope, um, defining my avatar at least two times a year, probably yes. more. Yep. Right. Because so I change. Right? right. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, it's kind of like what, what I experienced in the first part of 2016, where I was coasting and, and don't get me wrong, peeps. Like <laughs> it's cool to coast every once in a while. We need right. that. Right. And at the same time, when you're running a business, it's important to not let your eye off that ball. It's not important to keep your eye on that dashboard, if you will. Mm -hmm the health and, and the health of your business. Mm -hmm. And because then it can catch you off guard when things like that happen. Right. So, and leave you sort of without a safety net, which I felt happened to me. Mm -hmm. And so, and then also what came out of all of that is by taking action on my vision and going forward unapologetically with these new goals and what I desire deeply in my life and relationships was this amazing, beautiful Fab Fempreneurs community. I did not set forth to create a community feel. Like I all of a sudden had these women in front of me at mixers, networking mixers that I was hosting telling me, I love your community. How do I become part of your community? I thought, oh, you, you're in my, I have a community. And so I was laughing at myself. And so, because it was, it just sort of happened and was born out of that. And I think that that's true for all of us when we give ourselves permission to follow our calling, whatever that is, and what we're feeling led to do, called to do whatever word you want to use, you start to experience so much more and you start to make an impact in a way that maybe wouldn't have been possible before if you're staying small or holding yourself back. Right. Now, for, for some people, so for you, um, the chaos that you went through. So you, and I, and I love, you know, that you're calling it the perfect storm because, because change doesn't happen without chaos. Yes, right? this it, is true. Right. You know, even if it's a small change, you can feel it. Right. Yes. And that's, and that's why people hold back because they don't, yes. they're afraid of the, the change. Um, your chaos that you went through was all about just before the chaos, you could knew something was coming. Yes right? And yeah. you didn't hold back, right? You questioned, you relooked, right? Mm -hmm. You had to do some healing. And yes. the hardest thing um, is letting stuff go. 
You know, letting yeah, your friends go, letting while. clients go, letting your current even business model go. Yeah. 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 That took the business part took a couple of years and I'll say the healing from the wound, the friendship wound, it really wasn't until probably in the last year that I didn't feel, oh, uh, I guess, you know, when you start to talk about it with somebody close to you, who knows what you went through, you don't feel that, ooh, like yeah. that deep, like, ooh, like touching a scar that's still sensitive, Right. probably a year ago. I mean, a year to year and a half ago, I right. felt finally nothing. Like I didn't right. feel anything about it anymore. I felt grateful instead, mm-hmm. which is might sound ironic to people when you at first are going through something or even a few, few years after and you're going through the healing process, there's a lot of factors that might be at play that remind you of that wound, right? So being able to act proactively, work through that and, and say, okay, how do I move through this? How do I how do I move through these feelings and still be me and still be normal and it's okay and still go about my best day and what I'm doing. And just going through that process is actually part of the healing. And, you know, that you're just putting one step in front of the other sometimes emotionally Mm -hmm. and walking through it and yeah. And, oh, grateful. So really grateful. And I think this ties into something that you and I've talked about before is instead of looking back at at this point, instead of looking back and feeling angry or, or resentful, I now am grateful that I got to have a friend in my life for that long. And I'm grateful for the experiences that we did have that were amazing and the connection and, and whatever, all the good things I am now grateful for. And I realized, uh, you know, a big takeaway was, and maybe sometimes this might sound like a duh for some people, and maybe some people are, it, maybe it's new or um, different. I am now more clear that sometimes people are in our lives for seasons and not right. forever. Right. Right. We talked earlier about my experience with my first sisterhood wound, and um, and after many decades, has come back into my life. Right. Um, and it, it's just, it's just beautiful and healing, it, you know, healing the wound. It's, it's really easy to say, um, well, you need to heal the wound, but it's not necessarily easy to do because healing the wound does not mean pretending it doesn't exist, right? Like you said, what, you know, grateful for the fantastic things that we did together, but also grateful that it ended because it gave yes. me space and it gave me pause, mm-hmm. right? right? Yes, and to realize that I had become a different person since the beginning of the friendship, that I needed more, that I needed, I needed, she wasn't the person I needed in my life anymore, right? Right, and vice, obviously vice versa. <laughs> right. So, so instead of, you know, at first it was extremely painful and it felt like I was being thrown away. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I know I'm a person of value to feel that somebody else doesn't value who I am, that was extremely painful. And it also felt like a betrayal and a deep, deep betrayal. And so that, you know, like you were saying with 
your, about the trusting, right? Again, how do you trust after that? It's a process. And I still, that's something that I still see pop up for me from time to time is, you know, (laughs) you know, what is this a safe space? Are you safe? You know, can I, and, and, um, you, I, you know, a lot of, for me, what has supported me to, to feel safe is being okay with who I am hundred percent and, and being vulnerable, not oversharing. I like to do this to symbolize I'm oversharing, <laughs> um, you know, not to overshare, but to be vulnerable and have courage to do that, knowing that it's okay. And if the person that I might be sharing with is, does it have the capacity? I can, I kind of see that. And so I don't continue going down that route. And I, you know, you can kind of feel out what other people want in a relationship. And you can even talk about it openly if you're, you know, hey, I really like you as a friend. And, you know, would you, you know, are you looking for a close friend or are you wanting to, you want a wine tasting buddy? I don't know. Like, right, right. But um, I'll be happy to go out for coffee with you. But yeah, that's about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. You know, so just kind of being, being, uh, I guess uh, the expectation, I think sometimes it's easy to go in, not realizing, go into relationships or potential relationships, not realizing that you have a certain set of expectations that you might be putting on a person. And that tends to show up in disappointment. So if you're feeling disappointed, you know, I know, for your, for your listeners and watchers, you know, if you're in that space where you feeling disappointed in an experience, whether it's a business relationship or a personal relationship, disappointment usually is this indicator that you had an expectation that was unmet. Yeah. I, to, I call it about, call it unexpressed expectations. If you don't yes. express it, then don't be surprised if yes. it's not met. Now, exactly. if you express it, and it's still not met, you need to take a look at your priorities and your boundaries. Yes. Right. How important right. is it to you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the more as you evolve and, and grow personally over time, you get more practiced and it feels more comfortable to have really open. As we evolve and work on ourselves, I think it becomes more, you know, we practice and it becomes easier to feel confident with expressing our needs and desires and expectations. And it feels really good to do that. And for somebody to be able to listen and respond. And, and, you know, when we, you talked about unexpressed expectations, when we have expectations that we're aware of and we don't express them, we, we don't give another person the opportunity to respond. We take that away from them, right? We take power away from them and ourselves. Exactly. And, and it prevents, I think a deepening of the relationship when we're, when we're not doing that. And that's definitely something that was part of my, you know, sisterhood wound experience. And yeah, so gratitude, I'm here, you know, and, and I think when you have, oh, and when you have those uh, expectations and you talk about it with a friend or a business colleague and, 
about the relationship and they and they're not interested in what you would like to do. So if they don't want to collaborate or if they don't, you know, if they're not looking for that type of friendship or whatever it might be, then it's, I'd rather know it gives them a, gives you a chance to know up front. Right. 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 And then you have a choice Mm -hmm. as to what to do about it. Do I stay in the situation or do I leave? And if you choose to stay, if you choose to stay, then don't expect the expectation to be met. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. You can't get, well, you can, but if you get angry because that expectation still isn't being met, there is no blame. Well, there's no blame anyway. I'm all about not blaming. That's a whole other mm-hmm. thing, right? Um, all choices are yours to make. That's where your yeah. power comes. Exactly. Once right? going back to you know the name of your podcast and your your process, the empowering process. What you know, that's a perfect opportunity to check in with yourself and ask yourself, is this an empowering decision, right? It does this feel empowering. Am I empowered right now through this, you know, conversation through this decision? Right. And what do I need to do to get there? If the answer is no, you know, what choices do I need to make that are perfect for me? Right. Um, So one of the things we talked about was, um, you know, brought up for me, I wrote down the words judgment and fear, Mm. right? Um, And we're, we are all, so let me talk, let me, let me go do my judgment spiel and then we can have the conversation. So my judgment spiel is there's a difference between um, judgment and judgmental, Mm. right? Our subconscious Mm. mind is going to judge. That's how you choose right or left. That's its job is to help you choose. So to ask my clients not to be judgy is impossible. Judgmental is a whole other animal. Mm -hmm. Judgmental is placing blame and not taking accountability for self, Mm. right? In order to lift yourself up or feel better. And your subconscious does that too, (laughs) right? Um, But that's not, uh, that doesn't propel you forward. So what happens through this unexpressed expectation, right? Um, You start judging the other person, right? The organization. And at the same time, because you haven't expressed it, you're afraid to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think you... The longer you prolong it, it becomes this crazy four-headed monster. And then if you ever have an opportunity to dis- discuss it, it, you know, you're not setting yourself up for a very positive, calm conversation. <laughs> oh, you're, you know, going back to your story, five years. I mean, how about yeah. five, five years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't fail for five years because I didn't know. Yes. Right. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. So, so here we are, here we are. And um, no, this was, this was a great question and I'm glad you brought this up. And I think a lot of people can relate and, you know, I, I maybe, maybe the men listening can, can relate as well. You know, they don't have like a sisterhood wound. They have a brotherhood wound, Um, you know, and it might be a, a little different. I think we've, everybody can relate with having pivotal moments, you know, in your life 
or your career where you have this wait what moment what's what's happening here who am i now what do i want right you know there's there's all kinds of those fork in the roads that sometimes we choose to create and sometimes they're presented to us you know um i'll make this very quick so that we can wind this down i was in my early to mid 40s and i would come home in bawling my eyes out and so I called my health carrier and I said, I want a psychologist, I want a woman, and I want one that deals with women's issues. Mm. I don't know what's going on and I want someone who's gonna help me navigate that. Mm. I had an amazing woman and, um, and she said something so profound. She said, so you are looking at where you're at right now and you're, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. You're taking stock. This is where I am right now. You're looking back. This is what I have been doing. And you're looking forward. Do I want to continue? And your answer is no. Right? Your answer is no. And, um, you know, and that meant, at least for me at that point, that was divorcing someone I still loved. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That was tough. That was Mm -hmm. really tough. Ending a relationship with someone that um, it just wasn't, you know, the, 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 expectations I had that were expressed were continually not met. Right. And so I had to make a choice. (laughs) Yes. Right. A powerful choice for yourself. Right. And for him too. Yeah. For him too. You know, if, if, if we're not in a happy relationship though, you know, there were many things that were wonderful about that relationship. Don't get me wrong, but what were my values? What was my value proposition and what was really important to me that was not being met? Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's, that's a pivotal, pivotal change. And those things come up continually through our lives. Mm-hmm. Continually. There are moments where we need, need to make a decision. Do I go this way or do I continue that way? Right. Um, and we need to be honest with ourselves if we want to make a decision that is supportive to who we are. Yep. No matter what anyone else has to say. Right? Yes. Right. So important. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, And so, you know, kudos to you for creating this amazing cocoon, if you will, for women entrepreneurs to, to grow. And I'm sure when you have your fem fest, when you have your fest, that if a man signs up, he's coming in, he's not blocked, but you might feel a little uncomfortable with all the women there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Every, all genders are welcome. Right. I specialize in specifically in uh, female entrepreneurs and, uh, Fest will be virtual yeah. um, in January. So January 28th and 29th, it's two full days. We're going virtual. Didn't want to even mess around with the things that might be happening with venue regulations and having to sort of jump through those hoops. So we're, we're sticking with virtual, which is going to be amazing. And we have a, an amazing lineup of speakers who are, are experts in their field, going to share a lot of actionable strategies that you can implement in your business right away and leave with a clear plan that you're excited about and confident in. And um, just the, the women who come to fest are people you want to be in a room with, whether it's virtual or in person. And uh, yeah, so it's um, you can go to, if you want to learn more about that and join us and have this experience together and really get um, moving forward and, and, and break through to your next level in your business with support, then you can find out more at fabfempreneurs.com forward slash fest, F-E-S-T. 
Okay, and I will definitely have that link in there. Um, and if people want to get in touch with you, Sarah, and know more about um, your your group uh, sessions that you run rather than yeah. just your event, which by the way is fantastic. Um, I know some of the people that are going to be presenting there and it's a must, must, must see. <laughs> How can they get in touch with you? Yeah, they can email me. They can email me, Sarah, S-A-R-A at fabfempreneurs.com. And we can, you know, grab a phone call or Zoom, and or you can go to my website and enter the on the contact form contact page, and I'll respond either way. Fantastic. So, Sarah, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And guys, if there's anything in this conversation that hits home, do comment for us so that we can respond. If you know somebody who maybe this could help, share it with them and let them know about it. This is amazing information. It's truth, no matter who you are. Um, it's stuff that we all go through. And it's nice to know that you can hit the chaos. You can hit the perfect storm and come out even better than before. Thank you, Sarah. Yes. Bye, everyone. Yes, you're welcome. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Process Podcast. Be sure to visit Gail at gailcraft.com to learn more about how she serves thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and goal seekers. And remember, if you like this broadcast, be sure to share and subscribe so you don't miss an episode.